2020. This is going to be my year, baby. I'm going to start off tomorrow with a three-mile run, then hit the gym immediately after for an hour and a half. While I'm at it, I should really completely change my diet. Begin working on that project I've always wanted to do, wake up at 6 a.m. every morning, ooh, ooh, and definitely have to add cold showers to the list as well. Okay, champ, I'm gonna need you to slow down right there. I'm sure some of us can relate to this or know people that can be like this when you suddenly puncture a reservoir of motivation deep inside yourself. As 2019 has come to an end and 2020 begins, many individuals are looking to start over with themselves, quote unquote, new year, new me. As much as I really do enjoy watching people transition their lifestyle to one that suits their goals and allows them to be the best versions of themselves, I've come to find that many of these individuals don't even come remotely close to the goals they set out with and end up falling back into the same old rut they were previously trying to get out of. With all this in mind, the question arises, why do people have such a hard time actually implementing these changes into their life when they are so motivated to change? Well, the answer to your question might be more obvious than you think. The problem is motivation. Yes, of course it has to do with motivation, you might be saying, but I'm not talking about motivation as the mental push you give yourself when you want to get something achieved. I'm talking about the actual behavioral neuroscience of motivation. Now, before this gets too sciencey and I confuse half the people listening to this, I'll try and keep it as simple as possible as translating pages of scientific literature into quote-unquote normal people language isn't always the easiest. To start, we have to look at the brain. Neurotransmitters spark chemical messages to keep us attentive and on task. Neurotransmitters carry these chemical messages that play out in your brain and affect the rest of your body. Of all the neurotransmitters, one shines above the rest, and it's one I'm sure we're all familiar with by this point. Dopamine. As the signal that encodes dopamine gets tossed around from neuron to neuron, it interacts with a multitude of receptors inside the synapse, which is where the two neurons would collide. Now where things get a little confusing is when motivation and dopamine come into play. To sum it up, there's a bunch of different pathways the neurotransmitters can take. Though I won't name all of them, the mesolimbic pathway is the most important one, for this pathway is the most impactful reward pathway into the brain. As the neurotransmitters move through this pathway, they eventually end up at one of the stops, which is the nucleus accumbens. Long story short, when an abundance of neurotransmitters reach this checkpoint, dopamine spikes when it comes to predicting rewards. Basically, all that's happening is your brain is saying, hold up, something important is about to happen, which is followed by a flood of dopamine. Now, you might be wondering, why didn't I just name this podcast episode, The Science of Motivation, if I'm going to explain all of this to you? It's because all of this information is going to be really important when we bring it back to show how it matches up against intensity. Bringing the topic back to dopamine, we have to understand, one, dopamine and motivation go hand in hand together, and two, when your brain creates realities of all these potentially great things you could do, dopamine is released into your head. 
when we understand these two concepts, we can only come to one conclusion, and that's that motivation is biologically temporary, as bursts of dopamine are only temporary. Well, what does that mean, you might be asking? It means motivation is nothing more than the initial thrusters on your rocket ship to success. Motivation pushes you to take the first step, to get out of your comfort zone or chase that goal, nothing more. I constantly see so many people talk about how they feel drained to keep pursuing their goal because they simply lost motivation. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to keep this really simple. When it comes to pursuing a goal or trying to achieve something, motivation has nothing to do with your success. The main factor that determines your success is the systems you implement to obtain that success. A favorite quote of mine states, we do not rise to the level of our goals because we fail to the level of our systems. The quote simply states, you won't be able to achieve a whole lot of what you wish to do unless you're prepared to research, develop, and adjust your processes that allow you to go about reaching that goal. We develop these processes because we begin to understand that motivation is finite, meaning it will run out eventually, and we need a system to fall back on to continue the pursuit of the goal. As you may be able to tell by now, the battle between intensity and consistency was never one to begin with. Should you decide to aggressively chase after your new goal without developing a system that can support your long-term ambitions, you might as well be wasting your time. As great success has come from individuals who intensely pour years of their lives into something, pushing through obstacles fueled on sheer mental drive, they would have never got to where they are at if they did not develop a system that is designed to aid them in conquering that ambition. Finally, we come to the last point of, well, if motivation has nothing to do with it, and the systems we implement has everything to do with it, how do we develop these systems? As much as I wish I could provide a golden answer to everyone listening to this, it's much more complex than that. We all go about achieving things a little differently, and what works for some people might not always work for others. What I can do is describe what I personally found rather effective when testing different methods. Fortunately, I also have a whole other podcast episode about this that's currently been out should you want to learn more. What is it, you might ask? Micro-routines. Micro-routines, or micro-goals, are kind of a way to cheat the game. By taking a big goal and piecing it into a bunch of tiny goals that lead to that big goal, you can constantly ride the motivation train all the way to your big goal. Since the tiny goals are significantly easier to achieve, you can accomplish them a lot quicker while the motivation is still flowing and catch it before it fades. These micro-routines allow you to stay steadily consistent as you push towards that bigger goal, resulting in a much more realistic process that will make large ambitions seem significantly easier to manage. So, looking back at the main key takeaways from this, what do we get? 1. That feeling of inspiration and fireworks that motivation brings upon you is biologically temporary. 2. If we fail to develop a system that works to aid us in the process of achieving that goal, we will probably never achieve that goal. And three, micro goals help us piece apart bigger goals into smaller and much easier to manage goals.
I thank you all for joining me on this week's episode about consistency versus intensity, even though you guys could probably figure out it was never much of a matchup in the first place. I apologize for skipping the previous three weeks of uploading, but due to holidays, I was rather busy with family and friends, but I will be returning to my once a week upload schedule, and I hope you guys tune in.